I don't need, I don't need mine. I think I'm good. <laughs> I told my wife that when I speak anytime, I speak by the Shomzokha, the Vachnach, the Bris, so there's two ways that I could speak. I could either say, I could either talk personal, I could either talk emotional, I could talk about the Simcha, but uh, it's very hard for me to talk that way. And uh, I, don't think, I don't think I'll be able to get much out, so I'm going to save that for tomorrow, Amr Tzashem. Amr Tzashem by the Bris will uh, we'll try to talk more, more personal, Hargish. But the other way I could talk is I could say Torah. I could say Torah, it's much, more, much easier to get... Uh, Talk Torah to talk about the uh, the Indian of the Vachnacht. So, Mitzvah tonight we'll talk a little bit about the Indian of the Vachnacht, the Indian of Achana for the Bris. Mitzvah by the Bris tomorrow we'll have time to talk more personal allegation. If we get them out, let's see if we get them out. If we get them out, we'll try. So, when it comes to the Indian of the Vachnacht, it's very confusing. Batsim, many people maybe grew up with the Vachnacht. They come, you say little kids, they come, they say pekel, they say shema, they get pekelach and they leave. It's not a very big production. It's not definitely not a suda. Although it's brought down already in Rishonim, the Indian of a Suda, Machsavichu brings down the Indian of a Suda. But it's a very odd thing. We're celebrating before the bris. Which means tomorrow night, if you want to make a Vachnach, understand. Tomorrow night makes sense. The child has a bris, the biggest chus that, could ever, that a child can ever have, that any yid can ever have. To be Machnas, tomorrow night to make a celebration to see him on the fact that he had a bris, that I would understand. The night before, he doesn't, he's still sitting with the Arla. He's still sitting the same way he came out of his, came out of his mother's womb. What, what Indian is there in being Mesamech and making a celebration the night before he has a bris milah? Nothing happened yet. Nothing took place. The Indian of Shema is a Shmira, but we're making it more than just a Shmira. We're not just saying Shema and Hamalach. We're making a Suda. We're celebrating something. What are we celebrating? There's no Simcha. Nothing took place until tomorrow morning. The second Shaila is a much more base, basic Shaila. We know when it comes to the Indian of naming girls, it's different than Hagam Chasidim. Some are Makbe Dafka, the first Monday or first Thursday that comes after the baby's born, you name the baby right away. Because for Neshama to be without a name is not a good thing. And some wait until Shabbos, the Indian of Shabbos, the name should come Dafka and Shabbos, some wait until the first Shabbos. When it comes to the Indian of Mila, the Chayra, the Indian of Mila is so crucial and so fundamental to what a Yid is. Davon Melech, when he's in the base of Merchatz, the only thing he has left is a Mila, it's fundamental. To what it is, we should do a meal on the first day. Maybe medically, to wait a day or two till the child's ready. Well, why do we wait eight days to do the meal? The Torah doesn't say a reason. The Torah says, The Torah doesn't give a reason why we wait eight days. So eight still, but why eight? This is, this is crucial for the child to have a bismillah. Day number one, the child's born, we should give him a meal right away. For, for a, a girl to be left without a name is a Shiloh, to leave without a name. A boy to be left without a meal? We should do a meal the first day the child's born, we should do a meal. Why wait after till eight days? For the eighth day to do a meal. So Tzaddik says an unbelievable, unbelievable zach in Rasisi Alayli. He talks about this in a few times in different svarim. Rasisi Alayli, he really brings out this nakuda very, very clear. Tzaddik says, we think that the Indian of a Bismillah is creating an ois 
between us and the Rabbani Shalom. Oisi, Beinu, Bein Bnei Yisrael, recreating the Zekritz's bris, which takes place tomorrow morning. This child is going to have a bris, and that creates a bond, an eternal bond, something that's beyond anything that, that can ever exist between him and the Rabbani Shalom. Sadiq says it's not true. It's not what happens. A bris doesn't create anything. There's no creation that takes place by a bris. All that takes place by a bris milah, took place by every single one of us when we were children, takes place by this child, the Mitzvah tomorrow morning, the only thing that takes place is, is a revelation of something which has already happened the second he was born. The second the child was born, he was already Kairis bris with the Rabbani Shalom. The second the child is born, he already has a Kesha with the Rabbani Shalom, which is a Ois bris. The Indian of making a Mila is just being Megalava in a way that it's in the Indian of Gashmi, but the Indian's there right away. The Indian of bris is not making anything new. Nothing happens on the eighth day that wasn't there on day number one. The etzim creases bris happens as soon as the child's born. Rabtzadik writes in Yisrael Kadoshim, Rabtzadik writes that somebody who's able to be makar properly will be able to see that a Jewish child and a non-Jewish child, the second they're born, one's basar kodesh, one's basar chamerah. That they're lahapech, mamish lahapech. One's kadusha and one's gashmi. We don't see it. We look at a child and every child in the nursery in the hospital looks the same. Rabtzadik says somebody who has eyes to see is able to see that it's menakatsa lakatsa. You can't compare them a the Kedusha which happens is Kedusha Mebetan, it's Kedusha which is automatic. Every single child, every single Yid when he comes into this world automatically has this Indian of Kedusha. Rav Tzadik proves it from the Gemara Dharm. We spoke this out before. The Gemara Dharm says that a person makes a nether, it's halacha. If a person makes a nether, he's not going to have enough from anyone who's an Aral. He's not allowed to have enough from a guy who has a bris milah, which means he said, I'm not going to have enough from anybody who's an Aral. He's not, he's not allowed to have enough from a guy who has a bris milah. And he's allowed to have enough from a Yid who doesn't have a Bismila. Which is the Hapach. It doesn't make any sense. The Yid doesn't have a Bismila, and he's not called an Aral. The guy has a Bismila and is this called an Aral. Zeshtetang Amar Nadarm. I think it's Lamed Lamed Aleph. Zeshtetang Amar Nadarm. It's Rupasach Salacha. Why? Rup Sadiq says, and the Gemara says this already, that the Metzias of a Yid, even without a Bismila, is called a Mahal. And the Metzias of a guy, even with a Bismila, it's called an aral. That's a mitzvah. It's halachic mitzvah. A child, the second a child's born, even if there's some sakana or even b'mezid, he decides, his parents decide they're not giving him a bris, never the child's fry. The parents decide they're against the Indian of the bris, they're not giving him a bris. The Gemara Nadar Paskas that the child is called a mahal. And if a guy wants to give a bris, it doesn't make a difference. They give it on the eighth day, they can make a big suda, they can bring a mile, professional mile, like, like the Reb over here, they can bring the grave. It doesn't make a difference. The child is called an aral. It doesn't have any shaykhis of the Indian of Because the mitzvah of a yid is that a yid is called a mahal. Rabbi Tzaddik says that, we, we spoke at this Gemara on Shabbos, the, the Tanchum on Shabbos, the Medjish Tanchum says that Amalek, the whole Indian of Amalek, is they take Erle Seim Shal Yisrael, Chaytech Melisein, Vizork and Klape Mala, and they say, Tom Al Shabachart, to take that which you chose, they throw the they threw the Erle's back, back up to the Shemayim. Tzaddik says, what's the Indian, why does Amalek take the Erle's and throw it up to Shemayim? Because Amalek says very Pashat, Rabbanishim, if your connection with Klal Yisrael is based on the fact that they have a bris Mila, and based on the fact that they're Shemer or bris. So when Klai Yisrael is not Shemar Bris properly, when Klai Yisrael is outside of the Ananai Kovid, Kol Nechshalom Acharecha, who Amalek attacked, so they have no Shech, it's a Kedusha. So Amalek says, Toma Shebecharta, you chose in Klai Yisrael, you chose you were interested in Klai Yisrael because they have a Bris Mila, because they have Shmir Sabris. Memele, when they don't have Shechis anymore, to Shmir Sabris, when they're outside of Ananai Kovid, Toma Shebecharta, you have no Shechis. Rabbi Tzaddik says, Amalek's like this, and Vuchanetz is like this, the the um, uh, the Indian of um, the Indian of Bilam is like this. Also, all of them said Elikim Soina Zima. Your Rabbanishim hate Zima, and therefore, if we get Klal Yisrael to do a Chet which is Pegama Bris, the Rabbanishim is not interested in them. And we're Tol Mashe Take that which you chosen. What Amalek didn't understand 
what Bilam didn't understand, what Nebuchadnezzar didn't understand, what sometimes maybe we don't understand, is that our shaykhs to the Rabbanu Shem is no shaykhs to the Indian of a bris milan, to the Indian of shmir sabris. It's something which is a mitzias, that every single yid, every single yid, the second a yid is born, the Mitzvah says a yid is a shamer abris, and yid be'etzim has a shaykhist Hashem. And yid is be'etzim called them all the second a child is born. Mitzvah says that's what the Pasuk means, be'em is bachalai yaka, bachalai ka. Yisrael is skulase, skulase means the Indian of a school. What's a school? Something of haratam. Mitzvah brings this down in a few places that the Indian of a school means something doesn't have a reason. Yeah, you open up a Kupa the ear booklet, you open up a, you know, one of the one of the one of the Vada Rabbana booklets, I tell you different schools that they bring. There's no shot in them. Fifty-four coins on this day, Arab Shwood. You do this Indian and everything will be fine. It's a school, it doesn't make any sense, but that's the Indian of a school. The Rabbanisham is Bakar Klayusal's a school without any time. Even if there's Bagama bris, even if Klayusal is kicked out of the Nana Kavoid, even if there's no Mila, even if Bemazid, the parents and the child decide not to give a bris mila, Afopikin, the child's called a mall, the child's called Kara's Kris's bris with the Rabbanishwala. And Mimela, the whole way that Ramavato, the Kayach of Amalek, is Bashong Amalek, that we have, it, our connection to the Rabbanishim is not totally in Mila Bachlau. It's not totally in the Shmir Sabris. It's not totally in being in Tzara, the Nanak Kavad. It's not totally in Kedusha. It's a Mitzias. The Mitzias of a Yid is Mahal, and the Mitzias of a Yid is connected to the Rabbanishim. Sadiq says that's the whole Indian of Chaydish Adar, that, that Haman came along and Haman said he picked Chaydish Adar. Why? Because that was the Chaydish Mezba Moshe Rabbeinu. Haman didn't chap that. Who cares that Mezba Moshe Rabbeinu? Yeah, Mace by Moshe Rabbeinu. In a Chanami, the Staka Klippa, the Staka in Indian of Mises Moshe Rabbeinu, which is a Chasarn of Das, the Indian of Adulayada, there's a loss of Das. Moshe Rabbeinu is the Indian of Das. But Afalpikin, Kla Yisrael is connected. And Fakir, the greatest Gilui of a Yid's connection to the Rabbanishim is Dafka Mishemes by Moshe Rabbeinu. The Chaydish Mace by Moshe Rabbeinu is also the Chaydish Anulad by Moshe Rabbeinu. Mises Moshe Rabbeinu to a guy looks like the greatest Chasarn. Moshe Rabbeinu died, there's a Chasarn, there's a head of Kla Yisrael outside the Nana Kavad. We don't have all the Matanas that the Moshe Rabbeinu brought down. Martinus says Moshe Rabbeinu brought down B'schusai, Anana Kavad, the Indian of Man, the Indian of Be'er. Moshe Rabbeinu brought everything, but Afal Pikin, even when Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter, they're able to be Magal, that even over there, even in the Chayshech, even when there's no Anana Kavad, no Man, no Be'er, Afal Pikin, we have a, a Keshe to the Rabban Shalom. Chaydish by Moshe Rabbeinu, is also Chaydish and Oled by Moshe Rabbeinu. In the Misa of Moshe Rabbeinu, and the Heather, and the fact that we're kicked out of that Nana Kavad, is the greatest Gila of what a Yid is. The Gila of what a Yid is, is not when he's Shemar Abris. That, that, that just shows, okay, a Yid's doing what he needs to be doing. And Amalek says, if you're not perfect, so you're outside of the Nana Kavad, you have no Shaykhis anymore. Tolma to take that which you chose. The Chiddush of what takes place in the Indian of Haman, in the Indian of, Klip, of, of being Mavato, the Klip of Haman and Amalek, is it Ramagala that our Shaykhs, the Ramash, was no Shaykhs to actions. It's not totally in giving the child the Brasmila tomorrow. It's not totally in the, it's, it's a Mitzias. The Mitzias of every single Yid is Ba'asim Akusha to the Rabbanishalam. Ramnasan writes in Lakut Allahas that that's the Indian of why we wait eight days to give the child a bris. Nassim writes, it's the biggest chesed that the Rabbanisham does, that he doesn't make us give the bris on, on day number one. If we'd give a bris on day number one, we would think that our keshet to the Rabbanisham is totally in a bris. The child got a bris as soon as he came out. That's what makes him kadosh. And chalilaf, this is a bagama bris. Chalilaf, things aren't well, aren't perfect. The whole world is destroyed. The child shouldn't be here anymore. The world shouldn't be here anymore. The whole Indian of, of bris is shemaim va'aretz, is totally in bris. Everything's done. If there's no shemir service, everything's done. Zakhtar Nasan, the Rabbanu Shem, did a chesed that we wait seven days to give the child a bris. We go through the whole Indian of Derech HaTeva. Sheva Yipot Tzadik Vikam. We go through the whole Indian of all the Nephilis and only then do we do a bris. To be Megala that even in the place when there's a Pagam, even in the place when there's no Shmir Sabris, even in the place when things are not perfect, Afal Pekin, there's a Kesher to the Rabbanu Shem. Vaharaya, how is this child alive for the past seven days? If the whole Indian of a Yid is only able to be here when there's a bris, 
So then the child wouldn't be able to be alive for seven days. We dafka keep the child around with the arla to be magal that, yeah, for seven days the child's able to be alive because there's an Indian of being a kusher to the Rabbanisham even when the bris is not perfect. Even when you're not inside of the nana covered, even when things are not the way they should be. Kobe, that's the whole Indian of what we're doing by Avachnach. What, what are we celebrating? The child's arla. The child's arla. He's not a mahal. What we're being Megala by the Sudas, by a Suda of Avachnach, is the greatest Gilei. The Suda that's going to take place tomorrow is not as great as the Suda tonight. The Suda tonight is much greater than the Suda. Suda tomorrow is celebrating the fact that the child got a bris milah. Mimele, he's invited into that world which is called Brishashel Avram Avinu. He's invited into that world of Kedusha. And Mimele, we're celebrating. We're celebrating tonight as the greatest Irvav that we can ever do to the Satan. Kedela Arivas the Satan is what's taking place right now. We show the Satan that we're celebrating even though the child's in, uh, the child's in Aral. And the Satan says, I don't understand. Why are you celebrating? What's the Indian of celebrating when the child doesn't have a Mila? And we say, because our Kesha to the Ransham is not totally in Mila Bechwal. Mila is a Giloy of what Ba'etzim is. Mila is not a Metzias. Mila doesn't create anything. Mila is not a Bria Chadasha. Mila is a Giloy in what the Ba'etzim Metzias of a Yid is. And really we celebrate Dafka the night before when the child is still oral to show the, show the Satan and more importantly to show ourselves what the Indian of a Kesha to the Ransham is. That it's even in that place of oral, even when a Yid feels like he's Mashachar Lassa, Yid feels like he's far, far away from that world of Kedusha, Afal Pikin, Yiddish Ba'etzim connected to the Rabbanisham. Yiddish Ba'etzim connected. That's where Tzadik writes many, many places. Tzadik writes that that's the Indian of why we give a child a bris before he has any das. It's a big pal. It's the only mitzvah that we have that's, that's we dafka give when the child doesn't have any das. Every other mitzvah, maybe is al tzchinuch, we do, we do it before he's 13, but there's no chiv da'iraisa for the child before he's 13. Dafka the Indian of Mila. We do dafka before the child has any das. He's eight days old. My, my son did not choose to have a bris milah tomorrow. We didn't ask him his permission. We didn't ask him if he's interested. It's a mitzvah that the parents give it to him beyond das. It doesn't work with tam vadas. If the child would have to choose a bris milah, said it's totally in his choice. And when he makes the proper choices, he has a bris milah. When he doesn't make the proper choices, so he's cut off in that world of bris milah. We give the child a bris milah dafka before he has any das, before he could decide to show him that your kesha to the Rabbanisham is beyond tam vadas. It's beyond any actions that you could or cannot do. It's beyond anything. It's mitzvah. The, the bris is the giloy that metzias, but it's ba'atzim metzias. And that's why we're celebrating dafka before. That's why we wait seven days to do the milah. It's all this Indian of being megala, what the kedusha of bris is. Bechunah's son's bris, Nachman, Nachman, uh, Nachman Reynolds' bris. We said over Maisa from Rab Nachman. And it's such an, it's, 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 it's this whole nakuda. Nachman brings down at the end of Sipurim Maisa, there's 13 stories in Sipurim Maisa, at the end there's a few other Maisa that are brought down. <coughs> Nachman brings down a Maisa. I'm not sure if it's a true Maisa, not a true Maisa. This is the Maisa. The Nimshel is definitely true, whether the, whether the Mashal is true or not. Nachman says it was once a Yid, it was a Karv Lamelech, Mordechai Atzadik, it was a Shane Lamelech, a Gesev Atzadik, and in Shmir Sabris, he was very, very close to the king. And obviously, anytime that there's a Yid who's close to the king, what takes place? They all the Goyim in the palace are jealous. And there was one Yid, one guy, I'm sorry, whose name is Kamsin Pasha, and it bothered him tremendously, bothered him tremendously that this Yid, Who's a yid? At the end of the day, he's a yid. Has a shaykh to, to the melech. He's close to the melech. The melech is mishtasheh with him constantly. The melech is talking to him constantly, inviting him into his secret chambers. And it bothered this Kamsin Pasha very much. He was always trying to figure out ways to plot against this yid. And finally, one day, he came up with an einfall. He told this yid, he went over to the yid and said, listen, I was speaking to the king recently. I'm also close to the king. And the king confined in me the following thing. The king said he loves you. He, has so many, he loves hanging out with you. He loves your eitzes. You're smart. You're intelligent. You give good eitzes. You understand the Indian of the king. You get everything. There's one thing that bothers the king. It, it may seem silly, but it really bothers the king. Your breath smells terrible. Your breath smells terrible. 
And the king doesn't want to say anything to you. He likes you. He's very close with you. He doesn't want to tell you that your breath smells. T- but but the, truth, the, the truth is that the, it really bothers the king. And he says, I think it would be proper and befitting for you from now on when you go in to speak to the king that you put a little handkerchief over your mouth and on the handkerchief, dip the handkerchief into some besamen before, into some fragrant spices before, and put it on your mouth. And that way, every time you're talking to the king, instead of it smelling terrible, it will smell good. So Yitz says, not a problem. He says, if it bothers the king, for sure. I only want to make the king happy. If it bothers the king, I'm very happy to do it. And Kachavo gets the handkerchief and he prepares it. In the meantime, this Kamsen Pasha goes to, the, goes to the king and tells the king, listen, I was talking to your good friend, the Yid, the Sheni Lamelech, and he told me something very disturbing. He told me he loves talking to you and he, and he loves giving you atis and he loves being in your, in, your, in your company and it means so much to him that the fact that he's so close to the king. But he told me, he probably doesn't want me to pass this on to you, but he told me that there's one thing that really bothers him. And that's the, king's, the king has a, bad, has a bad breath. And I'll prove it to you. He told me he's never gonna tell the king and he doesn't want me to tell the king obviously. But he told me that he, from now on, it's very, very hard for him to talk to you. He's gonna put a little cloth in front of his nose so he doesn't have to smell your bad breath anymore. And you'll see if you want to, I'm, I'm not making this up. If you want, you'll see tomorrow morning when he comes in, he's going to walk in with a little cloth over his mouth because he doesn't like the smell of your breath. King says, really? He says, my friend, the one that I, I'm a with constantly, the one that I talk to constantly, I give him everything. He has everything in his house, his car, everything's from me. It bothered, and he's going to come into the chutzpah. He says, listen, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust what you're going to say. I don't want to be macabre because it sounds terrible. But if it's true, we'll have to take care of it. Kachav, the next day, the Yid walks in. Like Hamsam Pasha told him, he has a handkerchief in front of his face. His nose going down over his mouth, but there's some in front of it. And he walks into the king, and the king's fuming. Here he is, he's giving him everything. He's a Yid, and he took him up, and he knows that the people in the palace aren't happy that he took a Yid. And the king's, the king's furious. But he decides he's not going to scream at him right away. So he's going to handle it like a mensch. So he tells this Yid, he says, listen, I have, a, I have a letter. I want you to bring this letter to the chief executioner. He says, fine, not a problem. He does, he's constantly involved in missions for the king. He says, not a problem. He takes the letter, not knowing that inside the letter it says, the one who brings you this letter, you should execute immediately. And he takes the letter, he puts it in his pocket and starts heading to the head executioner. And Nachman writes that this Yid a special Indian with bris. He was a mile, and he was mocked at any time anybody invited him to be a mile, no matter how far away it was, he would go to be the mile. Stuck at Sadiqim like this, so Chaim Kanievsky is very mocked in this with Sandik. Sadiqim, who anytime they have any, any ability to have any shaykhs to Mila, they want to have a shaykhs. This was this Yid, he was a car of Lamelech, he was involved in big things, but anytime he had the opportunity to do a Mila, he would do a Mila. As he's on his way to the chief executioner, somebody calls him, somebody sends him a, a letter that they want him to come do a bris Mila. And the next time over, the eighth day, it's already, it's already the eighth day, and they want him to do a brismila. So here he is, he has the letter from the, po- the letter from the king in his pocket. At the same time, he has to go do this brismila, and he has akpada that he's never going to miss a brismila. He's trying to figure out what to do. And as he's standing there, trying to figure out what to do, this Kamsin Pasha walks by. This enemy of his, this guy walks by. He says, perfect. He says, Kamsin Pasha, he says, I'm so happy here. He says, the king asked me to deliver a letter to the chief executioner. I'm not able to do it. Can you do me a favor and take the letter to the chief executioner? Do this for the king. I have to go to a bris. It's my thing. Don't tell the king that I didn't deliver the letter. Can you please, I'll get your back. You'll get my back. Please, please bring the letter. 
So Kamsa Pasha thinks to himself, he says, for sure. He says, now, not only am I going to tell the king that he also came with a handkerchief over his, now he's not even fulfilling the Tziva Amalaf. He says, for sure. He says, I'll take it. Not a problem. He says, I'll take it 100%. And he takes the letter and he brings it to chief executioner. The chief executioner opens a letter. Inside the letter, it says, the one who's bearing this letter, you need to behead him immediately. And obviously he grabs Kamsa Pasha. And Kamsa Pasha says, no, 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 it's not me. It's not me. It's the other guy. I, he, he says, I read the letter. I know, I know what you're going to say. You don't want to die. Like nobody, else, nobody in the world wants to die. He says, there's no, uh, there's no backsies. There's no second chances. The king this is with the royal signature and he, ex- he executes him. He kills him. Fine. The Yid doesn't know anything. He goes to do the Brismila. Everything's Freilach. Comes back from the Brismila. And the next morning, he walks into the king's palace like regular every day. He comes to the king's palace to sit with the king in the morning to go over everything that's taking place during the day. And the king sits with, and the king sees him walking and the king says, what are you doing here? He says, uh, what do you mean? I, I, we come every morning. We have a meeting every morning, nine o'clock. We go over the schedule for the day. He says, did you deliver the letter that I gave you yesterday? He says, listen, I'll tell you the truth. He, he says, I have a Kabbalah that I'm very mocked by. There's an Indian of circumcision by Yidin. And this is something that for me is very, very important. And I was Kabbalah. I, I, I gave it to the Kamsa Pasha to deliver it to the execution. I really hope it's okay. I apologize. I feel terrible. It was a one-time thing. I'll make sure it never happens again. And he's apologizing to the king. And the king says, wait a second. He's, he says, something's awful over here. He says, let me ask you a question. He says, why yesterday did you come in with the handkerchief over your mouth? Why did you do that? You come with a handkerchief over your mouth? He says, I'll tell you the truth. He says, Kamsin Pasha told me that you don't like the smell of my breath. And he told me to do it. So I wanted to be Mechabah the king. So I came in. The king says, ah, oh. he says, now I understand. He says, now everything's starting to make sense. And he tells the Yid what took place. And he tells the Yid that the schus of Milo was able to save this Yid. And the Yid's able to go back home. Kamsin Pasha's long dead. That's the end of the story. But the nimshel of the story is this whole Indian that Rabbi Tzaddik's talking about. This whole Indian that Rabbi talking about. When a Yid comes before the king, for the Melech Malchi Amlachim, HaMelech is the Rabbana Shalom. The Yed Sahara, Kamsin Pasha, sometimes comes to us and tells us, listen, you can come to the king, the king doesn't like your breath so much. The Melech Malchim bothers him a little bit. Don't stand too close to him. Maybe stand a little far away from him. Maybe when you take three steps back for Shemana Asrei, don't take three steps forward. Maybe just stay back there. Stay a little bit far away from the king. He doesn't like your breath. All the things that you've done, the Indian of Reach is the Pneumius of it. Everything that you've done in your life that's not perfect, it bothers the king a lot. Maybe stay back. Put up a little Mesach between you and the king. Something separating. Don't stand too close to the king. And Nebuch, sometimes a Yid, sometimes every one of us, we listen to the, the Yitzhahar, we listen to Kamsin Pasha. We say, maybe he's right. Maybe the king Taka doesn't love me. Maybe the Marshim doesn't want me to come too close. Maybe I should stay a little bit far away. Maybe I should put up a little bit mechitza in between me and the Rabbanish, mechitza abarza. And what saves a yid? What saves a yid from going to that place where Amalek wants to throw us to? Is the mitzvah of Mila. Like in the story, the mitzvah of Mila is what saves a yid. Why? Because the mitzvah of Mila is megala, what the pneumius of a yid is. It's megala that our keshet to the Marshim, the Yetzirah may be right. We may be, he may be a thousand percent right. Our breath may smell terrible. He may be a hundred percent right. Our breath smells terrible. The things that we've done in our life that are not right, taka don't smell good. There's taka chelbana. There's taka chelbana in our life. The Indian of the Russia taka is dear. But afalpikin, it doesn't mean that the Rabbanu is not interested in us. The gilu of what takes place by brismila and befrat the night before brismila is that we're able to celebrate that the child's a aru. 
Because the child is ba'etzim amahol. The second the child came out, he was kaddish me'rechem. The second the child came out, beyond tan vadas, beyond any actions he could do, beyond any actions we could do or not do, ba'etzim or makushat to the Rabbanishom. And that's the gila of what takes place tonight. It's the greatest gila. It's the greatest gila, much greater in a way than the gila of tomorrow. The gila of tomorrow is, okay, you've got a mila, so we celebrate. The gila of tonight is that when you're an oral, when you taka feel like your breath smells bad, when you taka feel like you kicked out of the nana kavoid, afal pikin imakushat to the Rabbanishom. And that's the gila, that's the simcha that we celebrate. It's the greatest. Greatest kedela arvivus the sultan that we could have. The sultan's so confused. He doesn't know what we're celebrating. It doesn't make sense to him. He says you can only celebrate if you can come close to the king. You can only celebrate if you wanted the yud the yud samamanim, not the yud aleph. If you chelvana, you can't celebrate. And we say no. We're dafka and going to celebrate. We take this yingle who doesn't have a bris, who doesn't have a name. He's not. He doesn't have a Jewish name. Bechlal. We call him the baby. We call him the boy. We call him the kid. He doesn't even have a Jewish name. We say yeah. We're celebrating this child because this child is kaddish merechem. This child is kaddish merechem. Every little, every aspect of his. Guf is Ba'atim Kaddish. Tomorrow will be Magala that. And Baruch Hashem, every one of us was Magala that already. On our, we made a Chaysim Abris. <coughs> but all we're doing is revealing the Metzius of a Yid. Baruch Hashem should help us that this child should be Zeichet to remember this for the rest of his life. We should be Zeichet. We should be Zeichet as parents to remember this, to give us over to our children. Baruch Hashem, by doing that, we'll be Zeichet. Not to put up that Mesech Hamavla that the Yetzirah wants to put, a, put, to put up. And not to, to be Mavata, the clip of Amalek. And Dafka, may take Misa of Moshe Rabbeinu, be able to Megala, that Dafka over there is Neulah of Moshe Rabbeinu. L'chaim, L'chaim.